hello, 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 we're here today, it's uh, Steven Brogan Cortez, I'm sorry, let's start again, it's Steven Pro. it's Steven Brogan Cortez presents the Why the If Not podcast, that's how you do an intro, let's go, it's episode 28. Welcome back, y'all. Oh, welcome back to the Why the F Not podcast. I changed things up for myself this morning for the uh, the ritual, if you will, the 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 process in which I get into the podcast. First off, coffee's already poured. Poured? Poured. It's already poured. So you're not getting the uh, the nice ASMR pouring of the coffee in the morning. You're getting a sip, though. Mm, that's some good shit right there. What's up, fam? Have you had your coffee today? Have you had your water today? Have you had your water today? Go get some water. Get some water. Drink some water. Drink a glass. You need at least a gallon a day. At least a gallon a day of water. I only say that because that's what Gabrielle Union drinks. And Gabrielle Union looks like she hasn't aged a day since 1997. So I believe her. I believe Gabrielle Union. I'm with her. Drink water. Moisturize. And learn how to say no. That's what she said. Gabrielle Union, they asked her in an interview, they were, they were, the interviewer was asking her, what's your secret? What's your secret for looking so great, looking so young? First off, being that black don't crack doesn't hurt, you know, that doesn't hurt at all. But she said she drinks a gallon of water a day, and she also says no. Like, I know this podcast is called Why the F Not, and it's cool to say why the F not to things. Sure, it's cool, but sometimes when, like, when you have a little too much on your shoulders and you're you're feeling a little stressed out, it is totally okay to be like, hey, no, I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? Because if you don't want to do that, you don't have to do that. Do whatever else you want, homie. You know what I mean? Do whatever else you want. Live your life. If you're too stressed out right now and you don't want to do that extra po- extra project that is piled on or you don't want to do this extra thing that you thought you wanted to do but it's just creating more stress than anything else in your life, guess what? Don't do it. Why not? Why not not do it? Don't do it. Just don't do it. Chill out. Take care of yourself. This world's stressful enough. You don't got to stress yourself out even more. You know what I mean? Read a book. What are you all reading? You need to shut your mouth, Anchor. You need to shut your mouth. It's just the app. Not the app, but the, the web browser app. Um, Let's see. So, yeah, I changed. Wow. Coffee's got to kick in. I should drink the coffee while I'm reading. So, my friend Mike. My friend Mike and my friend Austin. Shout out Mike and Austin. They, uh, they, they, they came up with this challenge for themselves. Okay? They came up with this challenge. And basically, it's it's a mindfulness challenge. It's a physical and mental mindfulness challenge. Because you have to be physically mindful. And you have to know about what's going on in your body. Listen to your body. Take care of your body. I don't take care of my body too much in the sense that I need to work out more. I do push-ups, pull-ups, planks. I do whatever I can. Some squats here and there. But I don't do as much as I need to do. God, I would kill for a dance class right now if I had the money. Let's... Uh, uh, let's get a dance class going right now. Why the F Not Podcast presents the dance class. Do, 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 do. Five, six, seven. I'm just kidding. No dance class. But anyways, where were we? They uh, have this challenge, right? And I'm terrible. I 
wanted to be a part of this challenge, but fuck, dude, it's just too much pressure and work, dude. I don't know why. I don't know why this podcast, like me sitting down, getting my thoughts out, just talking into this microphone, you know, editing it together, posting it, things like that. It doesn't feel like work to me. Like this doesn't feel like work. It's kind of fun, kind of. I feel like I'm in my zone, you know what I mean? I'm just relaxed. But then when I started, tried doing stuff like my girlfriend tried getting me into bullet journaling. She, she was doing it, and I was like, dude, that's cool. I want to see if I can get into that, you know? So I got myself a bullet journal. I, I was looking what she was doing. I was trying to see how to do it my own way, but it just felt like work, y'all. It felt like work putting that pen to paper, getting all tr- – shut up, stomach. You're getting coffee right now. That was in my stomach. That was the microphone. But uh, where was I? Getting a sip of coffee is where I was at right now. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's some good shit right there. Um, but yeah, I just got like stressed out and anxious putting pen to paper. I don't know if it's just... Like, I talked to her about it. I think it stems from my own anxiety from school and whatnot. Like, dude, I had some gnarly anxiety from school. I did not... I don't know. I was that kid who... I don't know if it, if it was just stupid work. I don't want to do it. What the f- like, give me something cool to read at least. Give me something cool to write. You know what I hated? Oh, dude. Back in my old elementary school, there were these. So if you didn't go to PE, right? If you didn't go to – because PE, like in middle school, PE is like a class you have, right? It's one of your periods. You're like, oh, I have to go get dressed. Got to do some shit, blah, 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 right? Whatever, right? Well – in elementary school, PE was like a fun thing we got to do twice, like once a week or so with Coach Barry, you know, the one and only Coach Barry who became a teacher eventually. Hey, Coach Barry, do your thing, dude. Um, uh, but uh, it was like a, it was like a, what you call it? It would be a, uh, it was a privilege to go have PE. So if you didn't do your work that week well, or if you're missing some assignments, if there, if you're missing some assignments, you were kept from PE. And you were made, you were forced to work on these, on these, these cardboard fold, like, like, they're just cardboard folds. They look like books, like size of a book, right? Maybe eight and a half by 11, a little smaller, but they're little, little booklets with a story in it, right? And then you read the story, and at the end of the story, there are these sets of questions. And looking back on it now, not that big of a deal. You know, you just read the story, and then. And he answered some questions, but then a bunch of us we would, we would try to find the the uh, the, 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 the the stories with the shortest length. We find the shortest length story because the booklets ranged from different lengths of the story, right? But it's like you you it doesn't matter what you pick, you still have questions at the end. But if you have a shorter story, you have a less you have like probably less amount of questions at the end, or at least. It's easier to backtrack, read the question, backtrack really quick. It's a short story. Skim through, find the answer. But I don't know. Just maybe that that's what made me feel like uh, work. Do my mom, though. Okay, so my mom back in the day, though, if I wrote something down on my homework, right? If I wrote something down, I showed her I was done. If it wasn't, if it didn't look good, she made me erase it. She would make me erase it. Not the whole thing. She wouldn't wait until I was done. That'd be cruel. She would see, she'd be sitting there with me, you know, while I did my homework. And then if it didn't look good, she'd say, no, Steven, erase that. Write it again, dude. Make it look nice. Come on. Make it look nice. And I did, man. I would erase it. 
And like nowadays, what would parents call that? Like, is that bad for a kid? I'm denying them their own creativity. No, you're telling them they have horrible handwriting. Fucking erase it and make it better. You know what I mean? Like I said, I was watching, oh, dude, Kim's Convenience, dude. What a great show. I love Kim's Convenience. If you haven't watched it, it's on Netflix. It's about a Korean family in Canada. Uh, Mr. Kim's the best. All right, see you. Okay, see you. The best, dude. I love, I love, I love Mr. Kim. But it's a family, uh, a Korean family in Canada. And um, there's a scene where Mr. Kim, so he has his convenience store, right? And there's a scene where a mother comes in with her child. And the child is crazy. The child is just... Wait, hold up. That's not, oh, we're still recording. Oh, thank God! I thought we weren't recording. I was looking at the different, and it was okay. We're good still. God, I just need to like have something to keep me entertained right there, right? But anyways, so a kid comes in with his mother. And the boy's maybe like eight or so, you know, not not a toddler anymore, but still, a, still a kid, right? He's getting to that age. I think at eight or ten or so, the kids, the kids aware of what's going on, right? But uh, so the kids being crazy, though, running around, dropping shit, you know, from the convenience store. And then, like, Mr. Kim's like, hey, tell him to stop. Like, so, like, what? No. What are you doing? And then the mom's like, well, no, we don't we don't believe in that. We don't believe in telling him to stop or or telling him no. We just don't use that word with him. Excuse me. You don't tell your child no. I think that's the worst thing you could do to a kid. Not tell them no. You think the world isn't going to tell them no? You don't think the world's going to reject them and make them feel like shit? I'm I, that when I have a kid, dude, that's what I can't wait. I can't wait to say no. I can't wait to say no. Either I say no because like no because like you know, I it's, it's what's best for you, you know, I'm your father, you know. Just no. Or I'm going to say no just cuz it's a power move, you know what I mean? Just be like no because I said so and accept it. I'm sorry, but no. It's still no. Because, come on, I mean, like, good little test. I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to have my kids get all traumatized from this. Of course not. I will say yes. I'm going to be a fuck. I'm going to be a fucking pushover as a father. I, I, mark my words now. I'm saying that I want to say the word no as a power move. But when I have kids, watch, y'all. I'm going to be a pushover. I'm going to be a pushover. I'm going to be like, okay. Especially if you have a little girl. If I have a little girl first, dude, oh, mm-mm. that's my little princess. Whatever she wants, she's going to get you know what? That's just gonna be me. I'm not. I'm gonna depend on my wife. I'm gonna depend on her to be able to drop the hammer. You know what I mean? But then if I have a little boy, that's my little man too. Shit! Damn it. See, whatever. But I want to just talk a big game right now. I want to talk a big game right now before I have kids. And I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. You know? I'm be like, no. You can't have McDonald's today. No chicken nuggets. I'll be like, why can't we have McDonald's? I'll be like, because they put babies in it. That's why. And they'll be like, really? And I'll be like, I don't know. That's just a conspiracy theory, kids. But in reality, we don't really know what's in the food. Come on, put a McDonald's hamburger out in the open for like a week. It still stays the same. It looks the same. That's not natural. Come on, kids. Like Mr. Garrison says, if something bleeds out for a week and doesn't die, we don't trust it, right? Right? And that's when they look at me with a very confused, perplexed look on their face. Because I love to talk to kids like they're adults. Like, I wouldn't talk to them about conspiracy theories or adrenochrome or shit. No, 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 no. But I like to talk to them as adults. Like, and, and as in, if, say, like, if they, I don't know, if they ask, um, like, if, like, if a kid were asking me, what am I doing right now? It's like, I'm recording a podcast. What's a podcast? Uh, a podcast is like a radio station. Yeah, it's like a radio station. You know what a radio is? You know what a radio is? Uh, no worries. And I would just show, like, I, like, you're not supposed to talk. They say you're not supposed to talk to kids. Like, I talk to my boy Milo like that, though, because he's a dog. 
I will talk to my baby boy Milo like I will do that all day, every day. That's my baby boy Milo, okay? But with the kid, I don't think you're supposed to talk to them like that, right? You're supposed to talk to them like they're people. Like they absorb that shit. But anyways, this woman was not telling her kid no. So he was just running rampant, dude. See, you can't do that shit. And then what did Mr. Kim do? Dude, Mr. Kim flicked the kid on the forehead. Oh, it was golden, man. The kid was still freaking out and just being a little menace. Mr. Kim looks at him, goes down, just flicks him on the forehead. And the mom has a fucking hissy fit. And it's like, nah, girl, it takes a village. It takes, like, if my kid, when I have a kid, if my we're in public, okay, and my kid fucks up somehow, makes a mistake in public, you know, drops some shit or he's messing around and breaks something or says something that's rude you know if it does something that just crossed the line somehow for someone else like i'm gonna like depending i'm gonna watch and see how that person talks to my child of course but i mean if that person's trying to tell my kid hey what you did was wrong okay i'm gonna let my kid work that out i'm gonna let my kid work that out with that person and let them and i'll be like hey what's going on everything okay and they'll be like yeah dad i fucked up and i'm like oh for real what happened i dropped the vase dad I walked into the Oracle's kitchen. She said, don't worry about the vase. I said, what vase? I turned around and I knocked the vase down, Dad. I'm going to be like, what the fuck? You're the one? (laughs) Oh, man. I can't wait to have kids. I'm going to be a cool dad. I swear, I'm going to be a cool dad. It's going to be fun. Can't wait to, like, show them old school video games. Like, I won't won't let my kids. This is going to be a rule. This is going to be a rule in the household. Ready? I'm serious. I'm sitting up now. I am dead serious about this. My kids, okay, in the future, my kids will not be allowed to play any new age Pokemon game unless they've started from the beginning and worked their way up. Because these new Pokemon games, everyone, they're babying our children, okay? They are dumbing down our children. This is a conspiracy bigger than than Pizzagate, bigger than bigger than Adrenochrome shit. This is bigger. This is the dumbing down of our generation, or our new generation, by these Pokemon games. They are dumbing them down. We need to have them start in the in the in the in the in the in the trenches. We need to have them beginning, beginning right where it all began. You know what I mean? Pokemon blue, red, yellow. Let's not give them a full range of color yet. Let's just have them enjoy green, a nice layer of green. We're not even giving them a Game Boy color. We're giving them a Game Boy. A regular Game Boy. We're going to make the emulator because it's probably going to be an emulator. Can you imagine by the time I have kids, if we had a Game Boy in our hands, make them use it. Then if they respond, I swear to God, if they're like, you have to use your hands for it, that's a kid's toy. Like You shut up, kid from Back to the Future 2. Just kidding. Didn't smack that kid from Back to the Future 2. I can't. He doesn't exist. He's in a movie. But I'm having my kids play all the Pokemon games from day one from the beginning and i'm also gonna have my kids my kids are gonna take ballet piano and tap they can get out of it once they're like i don't know never but they're gonna learn it okay and they're gonna be nerds and they're also gonna read books and they're gonna do shit they're gonna do all that shit Uh, is this how every person talks before they actually become a parent they just talk all this bullshit like yeah it's gonna happen like this and then they have a kid, and it's like, where'd the plan go? I don't know. I burned the plan up. I don't know what's going on anymore. I took a shit, and I threw up, and I gaggled. Like, I smelled the shit. It was horrible. 
Having a kid, man. Would you have a kid now, though? For all people having kids now, I don't judge you for having a kid right now. I'm just scared. I'm scared. Like, I am nervous for this generation. This generation growing up with just crazy shit all around them thinking, yeah, this is normal. Yeah. This is how it works in this world. People going crazy in political rallies and, oh, uncle, uncle, uncle so-and-so is a racist. Aunt so-and-so is a Karen. Oh, that's fun. I have to wear a mask. I have to go to school and on a computer. Like, dude, I can't imagine that. I can't imagine having to be, uh, I can't imagine having to go to school on a computer. Like, can you imagine that? Like, just think about that. Everyone, everyone who doesn't, isn't going to school right now. Everyone who's like me and they're post-school and they're adults now, I suppose. I think I'm an adult. I don't fucking know. But you're, you're an adult now. And you're seeing all these kids go through this webcam school. I mean, like, they want to say bullying. Like, bullying isn't a thing now because of this. You know, maybe that, they're, I don't know who's saying that. Someone's saying it. But I feel like bullying isn't gone just because we're all virtual and shit. I, I bet kids are fucking ruthless on social media. I don't know about that. But... I had some, uh, when I was doing uh, my, uh, I did a production of Cabaret, and I had a, a couple friends of mine in that show, Carla, uh, Carla, my, uh, my, 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 do white, she looks white as fuck, but she's Argentinian, I believe, yeah, she's a homie, dude, um, she showed me her Finsta, do any of you, raise your hand, class, who knows what a Finsta is, Steven, a Finsta is a fake Instagram, that's right, Fucking fake Instagram. It's called a Finsta. There's a name for that, y'all. Finsta. So I'm just saying. Wow. Like, my sister has an Instagram. The second oldest in our family. After me. She She's in college now. She's 18. But she has an Instagram. She doesn't post on it, though. At least the one I follow on, you know. So I'm like, do you have another one? Do you have something else you post on? Or better yet... Or best, best possibility out there is that she doesn't do use social media. That'd be cool to a group of uh, this generation coming up that just doesn't use it because they're like, nah, I don't. Like they're gonna retrace, they're gonna go back, they're gonna go back a little bit. They're like, mm, I want to hang out with people. I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of this social media virtual reality bull. And yeah, dude, I don't know. I, I feel my anxiety going up every time I go out. Like the more I stay inside. I feel like it's just my making my social anxiety get worse, y'all. But we got to stick together. Like, it just feels weird when you're outside when you're with your mask. And I, I wear sunglasses sometimes when I go outside. So I feel like I'm really not able to connect or communicate with anyone. Like, first off, with the mask alone, I feel like I'm screaming. You know? I'm not saying I'm not going to wear a mask anymore. I'm still going to wear a mask. I'm just letting you know how it's affecting me emotionally and psychologically in the society that we're in right now. Okay? So with the mask, I just feel like you can't communicate. Like whenever I'm looking at someone, I want to smile at them. I'm smiling under the mask, but they don't read it. They don't see my smile. It's awkward, isn't it? Have you had that yet? You know what I'm doing now? I'm wearing a mask in public. Whenever I go grocery shopping, I just talk to myself. Dude, it's fucking weird, but I just talk to myself. Or I sing to myself. Like if I hear a cool song on the radio when it's uh, when I'm on a, out in the vans, you know, when I'm getting my groceries and I just hear a cool song, I sing to it and whatever. I feel a little safer with the mask on because of like a song comes by and they're like, did you say something? Oh, no, I didn't say anything. Did you see my mouth move? I didn't. No, I didn't say anything. Because it's all muffled. You can't hear what's coming from. And then if I'm wearing my sunglasses and my mask outside, dude, I just feel I, I don't know. I feel I feel menacing. You know, I feel like I have a secret. 
But no, I just don't like the sun and also COVID. That's why I'm wearing sunglasses and a mask. That's just that's just how it works. You know what I mean? But it's affecting me, man. It's affecting me, making me feel a little bit anxious when I go outside. That's why, dude. That's why whenever I go outside, I'm like apartment complex at least, because I live in an apartment complex. I at least like to have my fix when it comes to social interaction because I need a fix. I need my fix. You know what I mean? And my fix is really simple. All I do is when I go outside and I, see, and I walk my alone, I see people out and about from the apartment complex. I just say hi. I wave. Even if they're close or far, a simple hello with the wave. You know what I mean? That's all. I feel like we need to do that more and more. Because right now, dude, okay, so like we talked yesterday about like how people are able to become more individualized when it comes to uh, when it comes to uh, being an entrepreneur or being a, a self self starter, you know, uh, like with OnlyFans and Patreon and whatnot. You're subscribing to the people. The individual is so much important now, y'all. The individual has all the power. Making all Big Brother really scared. You have the power, y'all. Like, if you're listening to this right now, and you... Like, let's see. Let's collab. Let's collab. I'm putting it out into the universe right now. I am looking for some sort of animator. Someone to reach. I need someone to help me out. Because I like my, my, my new artwork. I like it. But the sign in the background, I just want to make it a little better. I want to do some cool animation stuff. I just don't know how to do it. I did some quick photoshopping stuff. I like my new artwork because I did it myself. You know, I'm like, mm, that's mine. I don't care what anyone else thinks. I like it. But I do want something that looks a little better. And I was brainstorming the idea, the idea of hiring someone, hiring an animator of some sort. So if you are listening to this, okay, if you are listening to this and you want to be an animator of some sort, I will pay you, let's see, I'll commission you uh, like if you're if you're a solid animator, I can see like you have good like I can see your work and I'm like, all right, cool, I like it. Like and you're and you're starting out or whatever and you're like you're not established yet, I will give you fifty bucks. Fifty bucks to commission this artwork. All right. Anyone out there listening right now and watch Stephanie jumps out of the room, my girlfriend, she's like, I'll fucking drive for you. Give me the money. I'll drive for you. Why the fuck are you tying down? I will draw this for you right now. Give me the money. And I'll be like, why are you yelling at me? My yell- my little yelling voice sounds like Stuart, huh, from uh, from Mad TV. Stuart, what did I tell you about eating the cookies? You told me not to eat the cookies. And why did I tell you not to eat the cookies? You told me not to eat the cookies. If, you did, if I did, I was going to have gas and I'd be farty-farty all night. That's exactly what I told you, Stuart. Fucking love Stuart. Dude. Um, also... Just hit my mind right now on a sadder note. Sorry to bring sorry to bring the room down. We're gonna bring the room down just a little bit, y'all. It's a little bit of sad news. Um Sean Connery is no longer with us, y'all. Yeah. Sean Connery is no longer with us. That's a, a moment of silence. Yeah. Uh I mean, death is a normal part of life, you know. Sean Connery uh, was an older man. I believe he passed sickness. Let me see. Let's, we're gonna we're gonna search this up. We're gonna search up why our boy Sean is no longer with us. All right. Let's see. 
Sean Connery, Harrison Ford's pays tribute to dear friend. Oh my God! Just all the people he knows, all his friends. We gotta go watching a movie now. We gotta watch. <clears throat> he died at ninety. What a wonderful age! What a wonderful age for many fans. Has died age for many fans. The rugged Scottish actor epitomized James Bond, the spy. He portrayed seven times. Right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, they're, everyone's just saying James Bond's gone, y'all. The real James Bond is gone, y'all. The original James Bond. The James Bond. Mm. Pardon me. So this is an article from Variety. Sean Connery, the British-born actor, rocketed to fame. Okay, let's talk about his life. He's dead at 90. Connery, uh, long regarded as one of the best actors, have portrayed the iconic spy, was knighted. Okay, okay. In a statement, Bond producers Michael G. Wilson and Barbara Broccoli said Connery was and shall always be remembered as the original James Bond, whose in, in, indelible, indelible, whose indelible entrance into cinema history began when he announced those unforgettable words, the name's Bond, James Bond, the name's Bond, James Bond. Oh, man. Milo, can you stop, dude? It's not 12 yet. You're not getting your dental chew. Can you stop? That was me beating my chair, not my dog, I swear. Can you stop? You're not getting it yet. Sit down. Sit down. You're not getting your dental chew yet. My boy. My boy, my boy, my boy. Don't get that dental chew yet. It's not noon. No, no. It's not noon. Oh, Lord. Okay, so we're going to go. Let me see. Which which Sean Connery films have I seen? Which haven't I seen? Probably haven't seen a lot. Dude, I used to tell my friends back in like middle school and elementary school that I've seen every film. I've seen so many. Tell me which one. So like in like when it comes to the to the to the memory or the knowledge of a child of what movies you have or haven't seen. Yeah, they could for sure like one up each other or probably say like, yeah, I've seen that movie you've seen because at that point, children haven't seen many movies. Right. But if someone was like, have you ever seen any Sean Connery films? Have you seen all of his films? Have you seen The Rock? Have you seen ooh, The Untouchables? Dude, what in the world? Look at these movies. Look at these movies. Okay, let's see. Known for The Untouchables, The Rock. Goldfinger, everything he touches. Everything he touches turns to excitement. Sean Connery is 007 James Bond in Goldfinger. Milo, can you stop? We're not done yet recording. We are not done yet recording talking about Sean Connery. He worked until 2012 was his last film. He was a... Vo- oh, wait, no. Mm-mm. Oh, my God, guys. Is this really the last movie we're going to remember? We're going to remember Sean Connery in? Guys, oh no. This is a really hot this is a hot mess of a movie. So it's an animated film. Oh my god, and his like his name is in the poster too, like like the like over the title card, Sean Connery is Sir Billy, the Guardian of the Highlands. Oh my god. Sean Connery 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 is Sir Billy. The Guardian of the Highlands. Okay, we got to pull out this trailer. We got to pull it out. 
let's see, because uh, I think I've heard about this movie. I heard it's kind of terrifying. Heard it's horrendous. Let me see. Oh, sweet. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Getting a haircut today. Fun times. Don't worry. COVID safe, everyone. Let's see. Sir Billy Trade. Oh, God. Y'all, here we go. The whole movie is on YouTube. No. Here we go. The trailer started. In the northwest coast of Scotland. Good timing. In the deepest, darkest highlands. Where evil lurks. Illegal animals? Bunny. The bunny's all alone. There's mushrooms everywhere. There's red psychedelic mushrooms everywhere. Eat the mushrooms, kid. Oh my god, it's Sean. He's an old veterinarian on a skateboard. This goat, who looks like he's wearing a Kill Bill costume. Well, oh, a kid movie. about this movie i was listening to a review about this movie okay and it and they say the movie just just sounds like sean connery's just not really just sounds like he's just not into it or something like like even in the trailer you barely heard him talk you barely heard him talk in a way that's like like yeah like sean connery in this movie yes sir billy there's a part where he's like the name's so some Billy to my friends, and he's like he sounds so quiet, but like the face doesn't match, and maybe he was just Alan Cumming is in this movie. Wait, Sean Connery, Alan Cumming, who's Alan Cumming? Is Alan Cumming the goat? No, he's not. Crap, am I gonna watch this movie? I might watch this movie. Alan plays. Wait, where's Sean Connery's name? And why? First build only. Wait. So the officer. Okay, sorry. Sean Connery is way down. Oh my God. Alan Cummings. 
Alan Cumming plays Gordon the Goat. Okay, so, crap, I might watch this movie now. It's on YouTube, so, I mean, just watch the whole thing, I suppose, right? It's not a big deal. Well, damn, okay. We'll watch it for In the Memory of Sean, and then I'll watch Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. No, I'm so sorry, The Last Crusade. Last Crusade, that's the one he's in. And honestly, I think that's my favorite Indiana Jones movie. I think it's a, it's a very... Cause, okay, so we've established in this Indiana Jones movie, we have two movies established. So we know who Indy is. We know what he does. He's a professor. He's a Dr. Jones. And and uh, and uh, he travels and he saves things. And they go, they belong in a museum and whatnot, right? That's, that's Dr. Jones. I like the third movie the best. Because in this one, we get a taste of... We get a bit of a, a little view into the life of a young Indiana Jones, you know? And he's a... Looks like he's a scout of some sort, like some sort of like young ranger, you know, just just out with the with the, the troop, just patrol, not patrolling, but just you know, being guided and learning and whatnot. But then they come across a cave, and Indy and his friend, oh, oh why does Indiana Jones always have like a chubby sidekick? Why can't it be a guy who's just as rugged and as cool as him? You know, it has to be the chubby sidekick who's not as cool as Indiana Jones, but is like the cautionary tale. I feel, is it like, okay, does every adventurous hero have to have that canary-type character? And by that, I mean, that's a total, was it the the boys? That's a that's a reference to the boys right there, man, with the... Uh, with the uh, the Scottish guy, now he's is he Scottish? I don't know, but he says he says see you next Tuesday a lot. You know, even <laughs> even at the season finale with the little boy, what's his face's character? He's like, just remember what I told you, what I told you. Hmm? And the kid's boy just like cut. He's like, not a boy. That's what you say. But um, in that movie, the main guy, like the main cool guy, like the tough guy with the beard, Butcher, Billy Butcher. There's the name. He um he has like this guy from the beginning of the show who loses his girlfriend at the beginning of the show loses her in the craziest way. I'm I'm getting you into getting into the boys, y'all. If you haven't watched the boys on Amazon Prime, go watch it. Ready? A guy, normal guy, he's with his girlfriend having a great day, just walking on the street, walking, just a walking down the street. And then each other. Hey, you know, just, you know, living that life, you know, just having a great day being a, just humans on this world, a world inhabited by superheroes. We have supers going around, you know, we have supers in this world. And while these people, this guy and this girl are walking around, the girls on the street side and all of a sudden, vroom, all the guys holding on to are her hands. I go up to her forearm, maybe, but she is gone. He is covered in blood. Her body has been vaporized by this speedster named A-Train who came blazing by and just ran through her and blew her up. Like, literally, she's just gone. She was just gone. You know what I mean? That's the kind of world they live in. So this guy, who's a pretty... He seems really... He's like a nervous fella. He's very nervous. He's not... He, he learns how to be more... More... Um, he learns how to be braver. He learns how to be a bit more intuitive, more instinctive, more, you know, just more confident in himself. But he's very timid, right? He's very cautious. He is Butcher's Canary, you know, like when miners would go into a mine and you'd have a canary because a canary could sense if there was poison in the air or something or if or if it was bad. 
canaries were there to like help you to protect you to let you know well, you got to get the fuck out of here you know what i mean my, my, yo milo unless there's someone outside ready to bash through the door and rain hellfire on us i do not need you barking up a storm okay thank you sir but yeah those are canaries y'all that's a nice little yeah, do they so do they all need canaries? Because Indy had his canary, I guess. The the guy who was like, oh, I don't know about Indiana. We gotta go, we gotta go, Indiana. We have to get out of here. Oh, they look like bandits, Indiana, and they're always so sweaty. Everyone's always it's just hot. They look like they were in the desert too. So I get it. Yeah, it's hot. You're sweaty and dirty. Flipping. So my boy, my boy Indiana goes in there. Right, we get a little taste of Indiana. He goes in there. He steals this relic. He's like, it belongs in a museum. We need to take that from them. They're stealing it. And so then they go, they get it, they try stealing it from him. They go through this whole chase scene. It's Indiana, again, as a teenage boy. He, probably, he looks like he's 16, 17, but back in the day, 13-year-olds look old as fuck. They'd like, what the fuck were they feeding you? He's like, no, they didn't feed a shit. We're just working on the fields. We're, we're, we're grown men. It's like, you're only 15. Yeah, but I work harder than you do, push. And I'm like, oh, fuck. But anyways, here he is running away from these bandits. And he climbs onto a train. He climbs onto a train that's a circus train, right? And he's still running. He keeps running, running, and running, running, and running, running. And he goes in and out the cat, the carts to try to get away from the bandits. And he gets into a uh, he gets into a a cart. He falls into one of the train carts that has that carries a snake. The snakes, dude. They carry the snakes. So Indiana, so if you know Indiana, Indiana Jones at all, what's the one thing Indiana Jones is petrified of, y'all? Class, can we say it together? Snakes. That's right, everyone. He fucking hates snakes. And in this movie, we see the birth of that phobia where he falls into like into this casket, this sarcophagus-type shaped box of snakes. He just lands in it, and he's covered in snakes, and he just it's like, he just jumps out of there, you know? This guy has no problem grabbing a whip and just just whipping it in front of a lion to be like, nah, back off, kitty. You ain't gonna touch me. He has no problem doing that, but the second snakes get involved now, he has a phobia. He doesn't... What? What's wrong? What's wrong, little guy? Milo, you're not getting a dental chew. Milo? You're not getting a dental chew, dude. You got to chill out. Guys, I don't know what to do with my dog. I don't know what to do. You know, message me. Give me some advice. Let me know on Instagram. Steven underscore Brogan underscore Cortez. Let me know. Let me know. I'm just kidding. I won't. I probably won't listen and shit. I'm sorry. Like, I like I see all these things on TikTok or on the YouTubes or on Instagram that tell you, like, hey, do this to, like, help your dog with A, B, C, or D. I try it. It doesn't work. I think Milo is just too independent and hard-headed of a dog like he just does whatever he wants you know he does whatever he wants we don't tell him no in this family we just don't we don't believe in that for the dog we don't believe in telling him no we don't want to we don't want to suppress him you know we don't, we're trying to let him feel free we want him to feel free shut up karen say no to the dog smack it around a little bit i'm just kidding i'm not like old school latinos who like kick their dogs i don't kick my dog I'll give him a little spanking or something. You know, I'll be like, why'd you do that? And just pow, pow, pow. You know what I mean? Like, pow, pow, pow. Three. Gotta do three. Rule of three. No pow, pow, pow. That's it. Um, what? Can you stop telling me to restart my computer? No, I will not restart my computer. Thank you very much. What? 
Milo, can you stop? You're not getting your dental chew. It's way too effing early, dude. All right, y'all. Well, this feels like uh, this feels like a good episode today. It's Tuesday. Oh shit, y'all! It's November third. Go out and vote. And if you haven't voted, it's gonna be very it's gonna be very interesting. We're gonna be you'll be following my reactions to all this stuff going on with the election. So, Milo, can you cut the shit, dog? You have your breakfast. You have your food. You're not in any need of anything, okay? You got to stop it, dog. You got to stop it right now and calm your potatoes and keep them in check. You hear me? Do you hear me? You don't talk to me that way. All right. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. He's feeling better. I smacked him a couple times. I'm just kidding. I didn't smack him, guys. Relax. Oh, my God. Relax. Um, but, yeah, uh, it's election day, baby. And people kept asking, so I learned from the Joe Rogan. Was it Joe Rogan? No. What did I learn this from? I was listening to something about about how the election works. Oh, it was on uh, Seth Meyers, maybe? But talking about how the election works. And people say, people think, usually I used to think this, that that today was the day that we find out who won, right? But it's impossible because there's so many votes to count. Today's the day to vote. Like Today's the official election day to vote, sure. But we're not going to find out today. We can't find out today. Apparently, we have the like a, a record-breaking amount of votes that were mailed in. Let me see. Number of vote ballots mailed. Yo, Milo, quit the shit, please. No, you stop it. No, stop. Milo, if I get up from this seat, God help me. If I get up from this seat, you better chill. You're not getting anything right now. There you go. Boy, stops. You got to chill out, dude. So let's see. Um, ooh, track your ballot. No request needed. All registered votes will be mailed. Track your, oh, we can track our ballot. How do you track your ballot? You got to put in your, if you get started, tracking, register, slash, log in. Where's my ballot? Tracking your ballot when it is mailed, received, and counted has never been easier. All right, let's see if I can do it then. Brogan, date of birth. I'm not telling anyone here. There you go. I am not a robot. Milo, don't be a dick. Let's see. Uh, my email. Let's do this one. Opt for text. Opt in for no, no email. Just text. Opt in for text. None of that. Limited notifications. Milo, don't be a dick. Hey, don't be a dick. Stop it. Don't be a dick. Stop it. You're not getting anything. Papa is busy checking if he registered, okay? Papa is busy. <gasps> My ballot's been accepted. Ballot is has been accepted. Your ballot was received by the county elections office. So there you go. My ballot's chill. We got it. The ballot's been uh, outbound, reprinted, and accepted. Milo, can you stop? Can you stop, please, Papa? You got to stop, buddy. I love you, but you got to stop. You're being a dick, Papa. You're being a butthole. There you go. Fuck with my... There you go. There, good boy. Mess around with Magnemite. You're just not getting it right now. Do you got to chill out? All right, y'all. I'm going to go... I'm going to go... No. No. I say no to you. I say no. Because power move. I'm just kidding, dude. No power moves here with you. You're a doggo. 
You're a doggo. Do you want to play? All right, y'all. Looks like I got to go because my boy wants to play. He wants to hang out. He wants to cuddle. Maybe nap number one is about to happen. Who knows? Uh, but be good to y'all. And here, let's go to the let's go to the outro. Let's just uh, let's just boogie on down, boogie down, and boogie down. to the outro it's me hi if you made it this far hey thanks for listening don't forget this is uh steven brogan cortez presents why the f not the podcast man the show that uh just asks why the fuck not talk about whatever and anything you want to talk about don't forget to email me at the podcasts email at gmail.com that is t-h-e-p-o-d-c-a-s-t-s email at gmail.com the podcasts email at gmail.com and also hey y'all hit me up on that instagram if you want steven underscore brogan underscore cortez message me let me know i want to know the input about this show let me know what you think we want to talk about let me know any of the um let me know of any of the any of the dreams you have or any of uh, any of uh, the projects you want to be working on or you are working on are you creating right now i will i will put it out and i will give you a shout out on the podcast just to be that beacon that beacon that just keeps it going. We're, we're gonna we're gonna make these Milo. I am making an outro. You need a chill. You need a chill, sir. Okay, I gotta go now, y'all. I love you. Peace and love. And don't forget, you are enough. You are more than enough. It's amazing how enough you are. Okay, y'all. Okay, bye.